And I am not a preacher. I'm a singer. Brother Crank will vouch for that. Brother Crank has never asked me to sing with him. But one of my favorite characters is Asap of the Bible. Asap wrote uh, Psalm 73 through Psalm 84. He was a singer. David would bring a lot of his psalms to Asap to sing. And uh, not only was he a singer, but he was a seer. I mean, he was a prophet. He was a preacher. Now, I'm a much better singer than I am preacher. And so he's, uh, if I was a young preacher, how many of you guys out there, uh, you've, uh, you want to be a preacher or a pastor, would you stand up? What are you, I mean, are you here? Want to be a preacher? You want to be a pastor? Okay, it's just, uh, how many of you young ladies that want to do something in the mission field? You want to work for God in some capacity? Would you stand? <clears throat> now, let me give you just a little bit, a little tip. If I was in your position as a young person today, I didn't know this when I was uh, going into the mission, I would get me a guitar. And I'd learn to play that guitar. And I'd learn me two or three songs. And any church will invite you in if you can do that. Thank you for standing. God bless you. <laughs> We're all looking for somebody that can sing, play, and dance, just about, but uh, it's, it's a joy to be here. Doc, I appreciate you, your generosity, your goodness toward me. I Probably two men that has influenced my life as much as any has been Dr. Jerry Seiler and Dr. Myron Geiler. Uh, I appreciate uh, these brethren. Pray for Dr. Seiler. He's going through a tough time right now with his wife. I was uh, thinking last year, I told you that I had a Democrat dog, I think. And uh, my, uh, my dog, uh, he, uh, he has everything afforded to him, free housing, free food. And uh, he's gone from just a liberal Democrat to overall way on the far side of the uh, uh, group that wants to have everything given to us. He doesn't want to, he said, I don't care about uh, he let all the dogs come in across the border. I don't care. Uh, let them come. And uh, he said, they won't bother me. I've got a fenced yard. They can get... Now, this is where a lot of them, we don't want a wall because, uh, well, let, let, uh, let, let them come. And uh, uh, Miss Pelosi, she uh, has got uh, a wall around her place. She don't want a wall for you and I, but... Uh, she's got one to protect her. So anyway, I just thought that didn't cost you nothing extra. Uh, I don't, uh, what time do you want me to be th uh, th through it? Uh, I don't know, the, is that the clock over there you're going by? What, uh, 10.30? Okay, I had uh, thought about that. Uh, you gave me the title for my message this morning on that. And if you have your Bibles, uh, turn to Galatians. Uh, uh, it's all good there. Chapter, let's read a verse or two in chapter one, and we'll read a verse or two in chapter, another chapter, and then maybe a verse or two in something else. But uh, I, I want to, uh, if, if you remember uh, that uh, Dr. Geiler said, I am afraid of somebody here. Was it you? He said he was afraid of. 
And so I, I just want to preach to you this morning, what are you afraid of? Uh, in chapter 1, verse 6, Paul said, uh, I marvel that you are so soon removed from him that called you into the grace of Christ unto another gospel, which is not another, but there be some that trouble you and would pervert the gospel of Christ. Run over to about chapter 4. And uh, we'll read a few verses here. Now I say that the heir, as long as he is a child, different nothing from a servant, though he be Lord of all. He is under tutors and governors until the time appointed of the father. Now, uh, if you understand the Jewish family back then, that the child, though he was an heir, uh, he was under, he was, uh, he was treated no different than the servant. And uh, when he got up to, to be a certain age and some show maturity, uh, then the father then would uh, have, a, they'd have a, a celebration. And uh, they would uh, uh, recognize him now as, as the son and the heir. And, and this is what Paul here is talking about. He said that you, you were under uh, tutors, his child under tutors, governor. And he come to the age and the father said, man, uh, he's, he's ready, he's mature, it's time for him. Uh, to be recognized as my, as, as my son, onto that, and giving him responsibilities. Well, Paul here, he said into that, that uh, uh, verse uh, 2, but he is under tutors, governors, until the time appointed of the Father. Now, even so we, when we were children, were in bondage under the elements of the world. But when the fullness of time was come, God sent forth his Son, made of a woman, made unto the law. Now, you ought, you ought to, uh, if, if, you young uh, folks, if you don't, you to, this verse here ought to be real special to you. To redeem them that were under law, that they might receive the adoption of sons. I like that. And because you are sons, now God has sent forth the spirit of his son into your hearts, crying, Abba, Father. Wherefore thou art no more a servant, boy. Here's what I mean. This ought to get the Baptists a shouting. Now, if you if you would have been a, a, a Pentecostal, you'd have been running around the aisle uh, to know that hey, I'm no longer a servant, but I'm a son. Amen. Bless God that we don't have to run around with her head down between her legs. We don't have to run around uh, uh, moping and, and making it uh, and, and acting like you can lose your salvation. Uh, I'm a not a servant. I'm a son. I've been, uh, been baptized into the body of Christ. I belong to Him. Uh, again, we, we get sometimes, we get, we get to where that uh, we lose the joy of our salvation because we don't understand what God's saying to us sometimes. He's given us a promise. He's telling us what we are, what, where we're at, what our position is. And into that, Paul, there is some problems you're going to run into. He comes down there, he said, because you are sons, God has sent forth the spirit of, of his son. Now look at verse 7, wherefore thou art no more a servant. Verse 8 said, how be it then, when you knew not God, you did serve to them, but nature are no gods. But you come down to verse 10, said you observe days and month. Now verse 11, he said, I am afraid of you. Does that sound familiar? <laughs> I'm afraid of you Galatians. Lest I have bestowed upon you labor in vain. Now Paul here, he said, I'm, I'm afraid of you. Uh, that, well, uh, you hear the, the Apostle Paul, the great preacher, uh, the great missionary. Uh, the great prayer warrior. I was talking to Brother uh, uh, Chuck uh, preaching on prayer last night. And I'm sitting there saying, Lord, I could never be a prayer warrior like Brother Chuck. 
I was when I got saved. I grew up in a brother Mark knows pretty much where I grew up in, over in in Esther County, and out in the country there. And the and the, uh, the, uh, the 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 biggest excitement for us was when the passenger train uh, on an old steam engine would come in, and we had a, a depot there. The people the passengers would get off, and and we get to learn all the news going on up the up the track and down the track. And uh, that was our social media. Uh, we didn't have we didn't have no computers. We didn't have telephones. Uh, but we had the, the old passenger train with the old steam engine, and uh, the people would get on it off, and uh, and we could you know communicate and tell what's going on. And every once in a while, you get a hobo. Uh, they, uh, back then, hobos uh, they they grabbed the train. That was their tr- mode of transportation, and uh, and they had a lot of good stories to tell as well. Uh, but uh, uh, t- today uh, you, you find that uh, where that uh, we uh, uh, are mindful of some things and uh, uh, in prayer, prayer, the prayer conference, and as I there, I, I thought, uh, uh, Lord, my my attention span is not long enough to be able to pray like Brother uh, Chuck prays. My attention span runs about five minutes. I don't know if I've got ADH or what I've got, uh, but I, I get to rerun. I get to repeat and everything on that. Uh, but prayer, uh, prayer is so essential, so important. And, uh, and, and in your life as a young men, young women, and to that, uh, I'm not preaching to you older guys. Man, y'all know more than I have. Y'all forgotten more than I will ever know. I'm preaching to you here talking to these young folks and challenging you. Now, you're going you're gonna, to, he said uh, here, that I am afraid lest... Now, what's the problem going on? There were some folks coming in and trying to, uh, they had been taught that salvation is by grace through faith. Uh, they had been taught to, that the law could not save you. And now here come some of uh, these uh, uh, theologians in, and uh, they had uh, begin to uh, persuade them that, hey, you, you need to, uh, to get back under the law. You need to do some things here. And, and you still got them out there today. Uh, could I say to you today, into that, this, uh, Dr. Geiler, this staff here, is going to teach you there's one Bible. Uh, it, it's not the Koran. Uh, it's not the JWs. It's not the Mormons. Are you with me? you got one Bible. Now, if you're not careful, when you get out in, into your fields, uh, you'll be t- folks are trying to persuade you uh, to take every uh, kind of a, a, a translation company going. You be careful. One Bible. And by the way, he's going to teach you uh, that there is one Savior. That is uh, the Son of God, the Lord Jesus Christ. He's going to teach you that He is the one and He only died for you Gave his life for you, and when you received him, you received his death, burial, and resurrection. You received the blood that was a, a shed at Calvary, and you put your faith in that. For by grace, he said, are we saved? Through faith, and faith is in what Jesus did for you. Now, don't you come around right here, and, and if you get your Seventh-day Adventist come by, I'm trying to teach you, hey, you got to worship on the Sabbath. Uh, you, you just kick him in the cell, in the sea of the bridge, and take him and go somewhere else. Uh, he don't, you, Paul said, I'm afraid that what I have taught you, uh, that you are going away and, and I'm, I'm, I'm afraid that my, my teaching or my labor has been in vain. Don't you go out into the world. He's going to teach you into here uh, that there is two places that you're going to go when you die. And by the way, you will die. Uh, a few years ago when I come here, I could backflip up them steps. I turned 75 last year. I can't hardly get up the steps now of that. And... Uh, uh, you, you will. It's appointed unto us to die. We've been praying now for now. This is going on the fourth year uh, that Doc would be able to stay till he's eighty-five. 
uh, to be able to hear. Uh, we, we started praying for God, give him five more years. How many was here when we did that? And we've been praying, God, give him five more years. Boy, it's been a struggle sometimes, uh, that, but you, you're still here. Thank God uh, we, we that. And, and so uh, the thing that you're going to be taught, what are you going to do with it when you get out? And into that, you're going to into that, you're going to run into hardships that they told you you run into. And there's going to be some little hussy come by and try to teach you to hear the, how to, to interpret the word of God. And here's what you're doing wrong. Are you are you speaking in tongues yet? Well, if you haven't got the gift of tongues, you just don't know what it's all about. You're not even maybe saved. I'll let you let me say to you that you got to be careful into that to, to know what you believe and what you've been taught, and don't go out there and let his labor be in vain. Every year, uh, you find that there are those that. Uh, uh, that will go out, and uh, we've said this because we have experienced those that have, have uh, departed from what they've been taught and gone some other direction. Uh, you've been taught to, about to whether it be good news. I, I'll get to my message here in a minute, Doc, on it. Uh, I'm just uh, on it. Uh, but uh, what I'm saying to you here this morning is uh, that there ought to be a fear. Paul said, I am afraid. You ought to be afraid of something. Bless God that we were taught to, uh, at, at home to the, uh, going to school, the three R's, the read, write, and the road to Dayton. And uh, uh, we, we got, I got to Dayton, and uh, at, from uh, 25 years old I got saved. I had never heard the gospel. I had never read a Bible. And in the 25 years uh, that uh, I, I uh, received Christ as my Savior, and, uh, and it's been uh, it's been different ever since. I'm I'm saying today into that that we need missionaries on the field. We need to have a fear that somebody into that, and I'll get that in a moment, hopefully. But uh, in the, uh, we we are commanded in God's word to fear Him. Do you fear God? And I say that in Leviticus twenty five seventeen. But thou shalt fear the Lord thy God, for I am the Lord your God. We're we're living in a society today. There is no fear uh, into the uh, the news media will control your thoughts if you're not careful. Uh, they'll tell you into that, uh, and, and, and there's a, a very much of a, uh, a war against Christianity today, against any, anybody that has a, a biblical conservative view, uh, you're an enemy to, uh, the, uh, to the news media. I, I just I couldn't believe uh, that, uh, where that guy in New York, in, uh, uh, that, uh, the governor there, I think. That passed a bill. I saw uh, turning news on, and they were they were excited, boy, uh, clapping. That now you can uh, a woman uh, can have an abortion regardless of what stage that baby's in, and if it is born and uh, you don't want it, they just go ahead and kill it anyway. Oh my soul! Uh, did, uh, you know, uh, we're we're in a state of time here that we we need men of God and women of God who will take a stand and stand up and say, "Hey, I still believe in that old King James Bible is the Word of God. I still believe it's without error. I'm going to preach it. I'm going to live by it and into that, and I'm going to hold to it." I can't imagine. Going 50 years ago, we were laughing and we were making fun. They said they were going to, in, in in high school. They were going to uh, think about going to the moon. We, we thought, how, uh, there's no way you, they're going to do that. We laughed about that. Uh, and, but today we laugh at some things today that they're uh, promoting. I'll tell you what, if it continues to go like it is, you're going to lose your freedom and your liberty to be able to worship God. 
And so I say to us today, into that, Paul said, I am afraid. I'm afraid of some things. And, to, and, and I hope that to you, I'm, I'm, uh, I have to start with being I'm, I want to be. I want to fear God. Not to get that, that I fear God that, uh, in, in such a matter to her that I'm uh, uh, like I would a gunman that's got a gun to my head. I fear God that I, that I, I don't want to displease Him. I want to obey Him in that. Uh, 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 Paul in Ephesians says, Submitting yourselves one to another in the fear of God. Peter says, honor all men, love the brotherhood, fear God, honor the king. I wish sometimes some of our politicians would fear God. Uh, the, uh, the wisest men of the Bible, let, uh, as Joseph and Job and others said uh, to fear God. Uh, the Bible is clear in its statement that we should fear God. Uh, in Psalm 56, 4, he said, in God I will praise his word. In God I have put my trust. I will not fear what flesh can do to me. There is today, uh, maybe uh, you've come to where that some things are not as important to you as maybe they once was. Uh, maybe you come today to where that uh, you can see where some of this uh, uh, left-wing stuff is coming from. But I would say to you today uh, that uh, let's be mindful. Paul said, I'm afraid of, of the salvation I've taught you to salvation by grace. Now you want to come out from under that and go back to the law. I'm afraid that across our country today, the, the plan of salvation by grace through faith is not being preached. Uh, we're into now a social gospel to where if it feels good, it's okay. Uh, this, uh, 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 what, uh, uh, name it and claim it. Uh, yeah, you, if you want something, you just name and claim it. If you, can't, if, you, I mean, if you don't come, just go out and rob a bank and get it. Uh, but but we're, we're into, the, into a, a time today to where that uh, the old fundamental way of, uh, of uh, 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 getting saved and living for God is going by the wayside. But it needs to be taken to the mission field. It needs to be taken to Papua New Guinea. It needs to be taken to uh, the Philippines. It needs to be taken to uh, to, uh, to Africa. We we send in five, uh, eight men to uh, uh, to Haiti uh, Sunday. They're going over there to work. Uh, they are men that is uh, strong in knowing that salvation is by grace. They're going to preach it that uh, what can wash away my sin? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can make me whole again? Nothing. You see where I got that singing coming out, brother? I've got it. I'm just I'm holding it back. And uh, but uh, I, I'm uh, uh, you find that uh, uh, Paul said today is the accepted time. And, and could I say that? Uh, and, and some of you, Pastor, and we had uh, God's been good to us. We've had uh, six adults say, uh, baptized, saved and baptized this month. Uh, but we had uh, 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 one of our young ladies, uh, probably 25 years old. I've been uh, in her church for years, but she came in and said, uh, you know, preacher, I, just, I don't believe I'm saved. Uh, I want to I, I wanna receive Christ. And, and so uh, she uh, accepted the Lord back and uh, got in part of the Lord in baptism. But what I'm saying is I'm sitting out and I'm watching people out in the congregation. You see it everywhere you go. A form of religion, but denying the power thereof. I'm afraid that so many of our people in our church are going to die and go to hell. I'm so afraid into that that it, it ought to be that it, 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 uh, 
uh, it bothers us to continue to keep uh, repetitiously putting before the people that, hey, you must be born again. I mean, people that come for years that are lost. Uh, people that have uh, taught Sunday school but are lost into that. And they have a form, uh, here, a form they, they have, they, 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 they have a, a belief, but they have never been, had a heart transplant. And it ought to bother us that it, into that that there are folks that uh, that are under our voice every Sunday, and yet uh, we we fail sometimes to remind them and to warn them. You must be born again. You must be born again. Uh, uh, that uh, uh, Paul said, uh, or Matthew, he said, said to the first, he said, "You uh, generation of vipers, who has warned you to flee the wrath to come?" We need somebody to warn. Whether that they are in a church, we, uh, uh, whether that they uh, are people out on the street, we try to try to be a witness. We try to pass out tracts. We try to get folks to uh, to listen to the gospel. Uh, real quickly here, we uh, into that. Uh, uh, it, it ought to be that, that I'm uh, I'm afraid of people who grieve the Holy Spirit of God. Uh, oftentimes, we as Baptists, we don't say a whole lot about the third person of the Trinity. But boy, uh, uh, Stephen, he said, you stiff neck and uncircumcised in heart and ear, do you always, res- you do always resist the Holy Ghost as your fathers do? So do you. You, you have to be, be careful today. We are teaching and, and encouraging you to be spirit-led. Not food-led, but spirit-led. Uh, not into that. I, I'm, I'm, I'm very concerned about the, the average uh, 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 Christian sitting in your church. And I don't think here. I'm talking about uh, uh, churches that uh, do not emphasize the Holy Spirit of God. Uh, we we've allowed the, the charismatics to uh, uh, to uh, help us. Uh, we're, we're so afraid to identify with them that we don't say nothing about the Holy Spirit. Uh, could I say to you today, boy, you get to, uh, uh, in uh, filled with the Holy Spirit of God, uh, you'll be able to witness. You'll be able to do some things that you've never thought you could do. I'm an introvert. I, uh, I'm an introvert. I, uh, uh, I, when, I, when God called me, to, uh, I went to church. Uh, the first time I went to church, I got saved. And then uh, God began to deal with me about preaching. I didn't want to preach. And I still don't. I do it because uh, that, uh, that God, uh, uh, I can't tell him he forced it on me. Uh, I'd rather be, I'd be more content to go out and pass out tracts. I'd be more content to be able to, to, uh, to work with a group of uh, kids in the classroom. But to preach, uh, I don't, I, I'm, not a, uh, you know, I'm not that enthused about preaching. Uh, I, I'm, I'm an introvert. I don't, I've got a little low self-esteem. My esteem has, or just, uh, has gone. And uh, and that, but uh, uh, you, you you take word that uh, as uh, uh, the uh, oh uh, the Holy Spirit has been a teacher for me. Uh, we we didn't have uh, uh, when I went to uh, I went to Bible college. I, I enrolled when I was thirty four years old, and uh, it was a, a five point Calvinist Baptist brighter. I didn't know what neither one of them was. And uh, all I just knew that, uh, and, and I, uh, uh, Dr. Uh, Gerald Fleming at that time was my pastor, great preacher, all that. And, and uh, I've got to hear some preachers, and I know, Doc, you have as well, that why did I say I'm not, I'm not a preacher? I've heard the John R. Rice's. 
I've heard the, the uh, Curtis Hudson's, I've heard the Jerry Falwells, I've heard the Peter Ruckman's, I've heard the uh, uh, Jack Van Impey's, I've heard the Dr. R.J. Lee, uh, B.R. Lakin. My good, and, and you hear these guys, then you try to say, uh, well, and if anything good can be able, Lord, if you can use it, you, he'll have to be of you. It's sure to be no glory in this uh, fellow. God has been good. And so into that, there's some things that you ought to, to be afraid of here. Uh, that uh, Not only that, but people, uh, you know, we, we ought to be afraid of grieving the Holy Spirit of God. Uh, Paul in, in Ephesians 4.30 says, Grieve not uh, the Holy Spirit of God, who, uh, uh, whereby that you are saved. Uh, the Holy Spirit of God baptizes us into Christ, comes in and takes up residence. And the Holy Spirit of God wants to lead and to guide you. He's the teacher. Every one of you can learn the Bible because you have the teacher abiding within you. Now, the teacher here can, can open it up more fully to you. But you can understand the, the Word of God by allowing the Holy Spirit of God to teach you as well. And so grieve not the Holy Spirit of God whereby you are sealed. And I like that word sealed. That uh, that's, uh, gives me eternal security. Uh, that tells me that I'm, I'm the Lord's and I'm, it tells me that I'm His for not just a short while but for uh, all eternity. When I got saved, I got the gift of eternal life. And real quickly, uh, you, you take the, the, the people who, uh, who run from serving God. I'm afraid, uh, in, in, and I tell in our, our young people in our church, boy, is God dealing with you? Uh, don't run from God. Boy, Jonah got a lesson, didn't he? Uh, into that. In running from God, you, you will find that uh, uh, there is uh, some uh, dangers down the road. If God's leading you and guiding you into uh, a ministry, uh, you step out and, and follow the leadership of the Holy Spirit of God. And so uh, this morning, on it, just a few things on today, what are you afraid of? What are you afraid of? Paul, and, and, and you could expand that a whole lot further, but Paul said, I'm afraid of you, lest that I have bestowed upon you. Uh, some labor in vain. And I know that as a pastor, and I see our young people come and grow, and, and we've been uh, there on the second and third generation now, and it, it bothers you that you have uh, given and spent your life, and I know Doc has spent his life here trying to teach and to train you and get you back to the fields to where you can uh, win souls, build churches, and, and glorify God in your life. But boy, it, it, it's very uh, heartbreaking and disappointing when you take a young man that have you have put uh, uh, the, the Word of God in, you've tried to train them to do right, to live right, and they go out, and then they just, uh, what they have been taught, turn their back on it. I, I hope this morning that when you go back to your respective fields, that you remember what this college has uh, put into your heart and have taught you. One book one Savior, one place that you're going after your death, that's heaven. And then keep in mind, there's one judgment for you as well. We all one day must stand at the judgment seat of Christ to give an account of how that we serve God. I hope that Paul, you could say as Paul said at the, at the end of his life, now therefore there is laid up for me my, the time of my departure at hand. I fought a good fight. I finished the course. Now there is laid up for me a crown. And if any child of God here this morning that loves Jesus, you want to have some rewards, don't you? Man, I tell you, you uh, it pays it, to serve the Lord. Maybe not so much in this life, but boy, eternity. 
and have it at the judgment seat of Christ to hear God say, welcome. And I have faith in good sir. Brother Harney, I appreciate your singing. I love you. Thank you for it. And uh, Doc, God bless you.